Are you ready for common sense retirement planning advice? Tired of the noise coming out of mainstream financial media that doesn't always have your best interest at heart? Looking for someone who will answer the tough questions that applies to your money? Well, welcome to the Plan to Retire podcast. Each week, certified financial planner Jeff Bowers will make you a better investor, consumer, and help you make smart money choices as you journey through retirement. Head on over to plantoretire.com, that's the number two in Plan to Retire, where you can learn more, schedule a no-obligation introductory phone call, or subscribe to this free podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Now, here's your host, Jeff Bowers. So today on the Plan to Retire podcast, we have Stephen Rhodes with Epic Glamping, such a unique glamping experience. I think Stephen brings something really unique to the table with regards to maybe an event for your child or grandchild and an, a unique experience for you or a loved one, whether it be camping in the woods or in your backyard. And it's glamping, it's not camping. So, with that, Stephen, tell us a little bit more about that. So, Epic Glamping is a glamorous camping excursion team. And we essentially set up campsites wherever you desire that are fully loaded with furniture, air-conditioned tents. We have 20, 16, and 13-foot tents that we can decorate however you would like. We can pick themes if you want to have birthday parties. A lot of people right now with COVID are doing backyard parties and having guests come into town to essentially just kind of hang out and stay in their backyard and swim in their pool, and they get to see their family and friends and still keep their social distance. We can do bachelorette parties. We've done those. We've done field parties, lots of birthday parties, and then we've done graduation events. And it's slowly starting to grow, and we get approached by various people looking to do different things with their yurts, and we try to help them out and create a unique adventure for them. You know, I looked at your website, which, by the way, you want to give a quick plug, your website is, and I just know you released a new one. What's that web address? It's www.epicglamping.com, and that's glamping, G-L-A-M-P-I-N-G. Great. I was just looking at that earlier. I mean, the photography one, it's really cool. And these are far from a rough tent that you're pitching up. I mean, give us a little bit of description about what the typical tent is like and what kind of amenities come with it. So our basic setup, if you were to want a tent to sleep in, we can either get one queen bed, two queen beds, or four twins in our 20-foot yurts. We provide all the linens, the comforters, blankets, pillows, rugs, carpets. We have ceiling fans that we put in the yurts, and we also have air conditioning. So you kind of just show up to this really comfortable, mobile, luxury hotel room that we can essentially put anywhere. Yeah, it looks neat. A couple years ago, my wife and I are both IndyCar fans, and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway had put in little houses, but then they went into this glamping where they have like 15 or 20 glamping tents. And we tried to book one. They sold out in like five minutes and they sell out every year because they do like a whole four day experience just like that. It's ecotourism. Some people have permanent sites where you go to a place such as a race or a music festival and they do. They sell out quick with music festivals being down this year. That's something we're really looking forward to next year. How'd you come up with this idea? It wasn't my idea originally. (laughs) my sister owns an event production and I'll give her a plug. It's Syzygy events production and they do large events around the DC metro area. And she had got the yurts for her daughter's wedding, which was in Pennsylvania last year. And I just fell in love with them. I've been thinking about it. And 
Christmas Eve this past year, it was warm and we were sitting outside and we were having a little bonfire. And I said, Julie, what are you doing with this yurt? She's like, do you want them? And I said, I do. I have an idea. I've been thinking about them all winter. And I think I want to try to come up with an idea and really do something with them. So we started formulating the idea and I built off of her business. And essentially we're up and running now as of March. What is the most popular type of event that someone schedules a yurt for, for your glamping experience? So right now, it's the backyard birthday parties. It's mostly for teenage girls, 13, 16, 14 years old, that just want to have some friends over for a sleepover and just kind of let them hang out and have fun. Another popular thing is it's becoming now it's cooling down a little bit as people actually want to go out and camp. The state parks for the past few months have been kind of shut down and they're starting to operate a little bit easier. So now it's cooling down. People want to actually go out camping, glamping. You can set this up like at a state park on a obviously pre-done campsite. You can go in there and set it up for somebody. They don't have to have their own tent, their own RV. You just set it all up and turn key and it's ready to go for the weekend. That's right. They contact me. I'll even go look for the campsites for them. And we'll do all the research and give them some options. And then they say, oh, yeah, we want to go to this place. So we can book it for them or they can book it. And they show up. And we have uh, skillets that we can put on site. So we can have coolers. We'll even put s'mores kits out there if they want to cook s'mores. Yeah. And I saw on your website, you mentioned this thing called Glamp Dining. Tell me a little bit more about that. I mentioned, is that a COVID thing? That was. We were actually approached by Warehouse Tap Room and Rich Daughtridge over there. They contacted us and he said, I have this cool idea. And I was like, that sounds great. I said, it's kind of not really what we do as far as putting tables and stuff. We weren't equipped to put tables and tents. And so what we did was we kind of equipped the tents as miniature dining rooms and people could rent them. And we had live music playing, which was a huge draw. And we've been approached by a couple other restaurants and breweries now so there's some stuff we're working on here that's going to be coming up in the future. So Glamp Dining is essentially we provide the outside dining experience for customers to visit restaurants. And it gives the restaurants a chance to have outside seating where people can social distance and not have to be around a bunch of people. So it's usually right now, I think the max we're allowed to put in one tent is six people. And that's just Maryland law. But the 20-foot tents, you can put 10 people comfortably in those tents once things open up a little bit more. What's kind of the most unique or unusual event you've done so far? I think glamp dining. Glamp dining was unique. We essentially decked the tents out with lights. We did some theme colors one night. We put LEDs in the tents to make them glow and so we can change the color. So we did orange tents one night, orange and white, and then some nights we can turn the LED lights on so they're considered sound active. And we essentially sync the lights so the tents are changing colors to whatever music is playing in the background, which provides a really cool experience. How are your bookings going into the fall and into the winter so far? Pretty good. We get leads a couple of times a week, sometimes daily. We just got approached for a job down in Bethany for late September, early October for a big birthday party. That's going to be a huge setup for us if we get it. It's actually on the beach, which I'm looking forward to. And Oh, wow. They want to actually bring some chefs out and, and kind of really do it up. So we got some legwork to do. And once we put together the proposal for them, I think they're going to do it. You take a typical glamping experience. Say a couple wants to book a tent and go to a state park and glamp for the weekend. What does that, say, for two nights typically run and cost? Rates are based on two nights. So even if you were to have the tent for one night, we still have the same amount of work involved. And 
we still have to clean the tents the same, clean all everything the same, all the blankets and pillows and make sure everything's sanitized. So the pricing is based on two nights. And usually we can get you into a tent with three beds for 550. Then you can add AC. We're putting ceiling fans in all of our tents right now just because it helps cool people down in the evenings. But it depends on how far you want to go. But our base price is right around 550 for a weekend. So we are running a special for Labor Day. We have three spots available at a campground, and that's we're doing all three nights for that 550 rate. Cool. That's pretty neat. What kind of advice do you have for people? I mean, this is a startup, man. I mean, you took an idea, which kudos to you for taking an idea in your head and thinking we ought to do this. What kind of advice do you have for people who are maybe in the same spot? Say, I have this business idea and I want to get it started. What kind of advice would you give them? One, you just got to go for it. And it took a while to actually get to the point. And I, we had a good bit of planning. You got to make sure your plan well thought out and you got to believe in your idea and then you got to go for it. You just got to throw it out there and start talking to people about it. Tell people about your idea. It's almost like committing for a race. You can say you're going to run a half marathon, but if you never sign up for the race, you're never going to, you might not do it. But if you sign up for the race and you tell people you're running a half marathon or a marathon, and the more people you tell, the more committed you are to it. So I started telling people about it and just went for it. I started telling people about it on New Year's Eve. So from Christmas Eve to New Year's Eve, I was like, I'm going to go for this. So I started telling friends of ours New Year's Eve and they're like, oh, wow, you're starting a business. I said, yeah, I am. Just stay tuned. Here it comes. <laughs> so I told him about that's a really cool idea. So if you believe in your idea, go for it. How has COVID impacted your business, whether it's positive or negative? I tell you, it's negative at first because I couldn't actually get it started when I wanted to start it. Positive because I fell into a niche market or a market that nobody's really touching right now. And it's unique. And it's everything social distancing, which is what people want. Everybody wants a social distance. And I essentially have become the social distancing expert. I can take you and put you in the middle of a field with your small group of friends and you guys can keep your six feet apart and share good times and go to bed and not worry about catching COVID. You don't have to step in the same space. If it rains, you can go in your own tent. So it's kind of unique where I did fall into an environment where we are social distancing experts and we can provide a safe environment. Are there any new areas you think you're thinking of expanding or any new twists to the business that you're already looking forward for next year? I think next year, once music festivals open up, we have some opportunities we're working with outside of just the glamping, backyard camping stuff. I'm working with some breweries on some really cool ideas as far as keeping them up and running through the winter. There's more to come on that. I don't want to talk about that just yet. That's neat. But that's going to be really cool if we can make it happen. I caught something. I'm listening to an audio book right now on the experience economy, an updated version. And they're talking about Chick-fil-A when they open Chick-fil-A stores. And in normal times, Chick-fil-A have these camping out events in the parking lot. I knew your podcast was coming up. I was thinking to you, you might want to hook up with some local Chick-fil-A franchisees in better times in the next year or so ahead if they want to look at doing glamping in their parking lot. Because apparently they've done this before. Well, you know, we missed out. We weren't really fully running when Backyard Movie Night came around. So that's something we really want to look at next. Set up a bunch of Backyard Movie Glamps and really grow next year. So this year, we're just kind of keeping it up between three and five tents per weekend. Next year, I want to start putting up 10 to 15 tents per weekend and go from there. If you take a typical job, let's say five tents, 
How long does it take you to set that thing up? I mean, what's the time commitment for setting up and then what's the time it takes to break it down? My 15-year-old works with me. So we're looking at five tents, fully furnished with beds, five hours. That's decorated, beds made, pillows, everything going, electricity hooked up, about five hours. Tearing down is a little bit easier because we can just actually strip the sheets off the bed, throw them in the bags to take to the cleaners, and essentially tear the tents down. Now, if the tents are wet, that's a whole different story. (laughs) (laughs) That's when the hard work begins, right? Yeah, that becomes extremely challenging. Now, you priced the same either way, whether it's dry weather or wet weather, the job? Yeah, we did a setup out in Myersville, Maryland last week, and we got one tent up and we put the furniture in it. We were doing a lounging tent. So essentially, we have couches that go around the bottom and the pillows, put some board games in there for people, giant Jenga. And the guy that owned the property was coming up and he's like, you're about ready to get hit by a major storm. I told my son, I said, well, let's go sit in the car and watch to see what happens. And it was a full on hailstorm and torrential downpour and everything was dry. So we had super tense and we try to make sure they're always clean and stitched and there's no holes or any rips. And so, so far, so good on that aspect. <laughs> what material are the tents made out of? Thick canvas and there's a coat of, uh, it's a, almost like a water resistant repellent that's on the inside and the out. Now, is there a way you can put a screen up to keep the bugs out and things like that for people too? Yes, the windows are screened, and so there's a door that you can zip and screen, and then you can roll up the canvas flap. So if you wanted to open it up, uh, you can have it the screened-in area or sleep with it screened in. One thing that's really cool about also is if you wanted to have a true open-air camping experience, you can roll the sides of the yurts up all the way around. So it's almost as if the yurt's floating around you, but you can crawl out any side of the tent that you want to be on, or animals who come in and visit you. That's pretty cool for some people. I mean, as I was telling you, I'm a mountain biker, but the one thing, if you don't have shoulders and you're out there crawling around on the ground, I don't want you in my tent. So <laughs> so I can seal off my tent and keep the snakes and all the other things out then. Yeah, I guess as a mountain biker, do you call them wiggle sticks? No, I just call them, hey, look out. Let's not run over that snake. Obviously, the advice you give somebody starting out, looking back on it, if there's anything you would have done differently starting up the business, what do you think it would have been? I think it's extremely important to take other people's advice and how you start it. One thing I would do differently, the business itself is heading in a great direction, but there's certain things I probably should have bought up front that I didn't have yet. And I just kind of had to buy as we're going along now. Got it. I understand. Having a mentor, having somebody with that business experience definitely can be really valuable. I we've been in business over 30 years and there's still a lot of people I listen to in our industry. It's about the time you think you know it all, it's when you're in trouble in business. I'm very fortunate to have my sister just kind of really helping me out and giving me great advice. I mean, she her event production is massive and she said, you're going to learn something new every single setup. Something's going to run into a problem. One thing I've known is now we always take one extra everything. We even take an extra year just in case something happens. If we're there. That's a good idea. And something goes wrong or we rip, let's say we tear a hole in the side of the tent. Like we don't want to travel back and we just want to be really efficient in setting up. So if we rip a yurt or we break a pole or spill something on a carpet, we always have an extra backup there. That's good. Yeah. We learn things. I mean, I have clients all the time. I talk about, we do obviously retirement planning. And one of the things that's funny is people 
asked me about retirement plan. I said, well, the benefit you have of working with me is I've retired so far about 60 or 70 times. They go, what do you mean? I said, well, because every client who's retired is going through that experience and I've learned something from every client that I can apply to the next client situation. Because even though they're a little bit different, they're very similar in a lot of ways. And one of the things I think is right up your alley is grandparents love their grandchildren. The old adage, I heard a comedian say one time that the thing about grandparents and grandchildren is they share a common enemy and that's the generation in between. (laughs) But grandparents love to do things for their grandkids. So I could see something like this being great, what you do for like birthday parties and for kids. And you mentioned about the teen parties outside the house. I mean, you have a teenager, you know, mine aren't too far out of there. They're adults now, but I remember those days, it's like the last thing you want to have is 10, 13, or 14-year-old girl screaming inside the house while you're trying to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Put them out back. <laughs> <laughs> Stick them out back in the yard. There's no doubt about that. Well, that's pretty neat. I mean, how big of a service area do you cover? We're trying to keep it in Maryland right now. So in the wintertime, that's a huge challenge that we're actually facing right now. I started doing some advertising and marketing down south in the Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina really? region. We can get some setups down that way because once winter hits, we could really slow down. So I want to make sure we get some jobs down there because I think it's prime camping. So we're going to chase the camping weather south a little bit for a little while. But right now, we do want to keep it local. We've had a lot of jobs in the Washington County area, Baltimore, Frederick. And then now we have an opportunity, like I said, down in the Ocean City, Bethany Beach area. I'd love to get out on Nassateague. That'd be a great place. The tents would be very happy out there. I bet they would. Hey, you mentioned on your website a slogan. I think it's pretty neat. And if you can maybe speak to it a little bit, I was reading it this morning. It says, your bridge to the great outdoors. Tell me about that. I think a lot of people, especially let's say in the city, we're fortunate to be where we are in Washington County. A lot of people in the city don't necessarily know or are equipped to go camping every weekend. So essentially what we do is we provide them the bridge to go and be comfortable and enjoy themselves outdoors. So we're giving them the nice experience that's with comfort and we're allowing them to kind of go out and enjoy themselves and be one of escape and escape. Cool. That's awesome. Steven, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? So we have a new contact form on our website. You can actually select the dates where you and your friends might want to go glamping, and we'll get back to you right away. We respond quickly, so we'll get an email. We'll respond quickly and set it up to where we can provide you with a customized price list, and then we go from there. So we're working on pricing, but it's hard because we have travel, and that's one thing. is It's more expensive for us to set up down in, let's say, Ocean City because we have to rent bigger trucks. And each customer is going to be a little bit customized anyway to a degree. I can see where it's hard to have real standardized pricing. Someone's really getting a custom experience, so it's going to be custom pricing. I mean, I would understand that. Exactly. I've had somebody say, oh, I can go stay in a hotel room for less. So our thought is it's not a hotel room. It's a truly custom experience. It's a beautiful tent in the middle of the woods or wherever you want it that's not a hotel room. That's awesome. Well, I tell you what, you've been a great guest today on the Plan to Retire podcast. and. Stephen Rhodes with Epic Glamping, and it's been a blast, and I wish you much success, my man. I think it's a neat business model, and I'm going to try and figure out in my head how we're going to want to take advantage of that, too. I think it'd be a neat thing to do your service. So 
as always, I appreciate your time and being on here. And if anyone has a question for our podcast, our email address is podcast at plan to retire.com. And that's podcast at plan and the number two retire.com. And if for some reason you can't get a hold of Stephen, you can always get a hold of us and we'll make sure we put you in touch with him. He's a great guy and I think such a unique business model. And I really appreciate your time today. Jeff, really thank you for having me on. I was a little bit nervous to be on a podcast, but it was awesome to be a part of this. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Thank you for tuning into the Plan to Retire podcast. Head on over to plantoretire.com. That's the number two. So plan the number two retire.com to learn more, schedule a no obligation introductory phone call, or to subscribe to this free podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. We'll see you next time on the Plan to Retire podcast.